Shut up and sit down. Just want to say welcome to one episode of this third shift. Do 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 do. It's episode one one three. Yeah, everybody, that's one one three. Hey, as always, with me today is the one and only Eric. And as you always know, <laughs> it comes with the other guy too. His name is Matt. How are you doing, Mister Matt? <laughs> I just, this just is, makes I don't no like sense this intro. <laughs> this is a terrible intro. <laughs> Yeah, usually... You do a better intro for me, and then I'll tell you how my week was. Okay, well, let's redo that. <clears throat> it's me, Eric, as always, with you guys. And, of course, the other man, the myth, the legend, the guy in the back seat over there in that Toyota Oldsmobile. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? It's just, it's just getting worse. No. Start it all over again. Play some regal music in the background. <laughs> it is me! Much better, much more acceptable. Uh, Well, as you can tell, I still have my wonderful cough. So, again, good luck, Danny, on editing this show very well. Aside from that, it's been a, it's been an okay week. Not much really going on. Just been a lot of work and you know the stuff that comes with work. The one thing I did do this weekend is I went and saw Love Never Dies at Wharton Center, the sequel to Phantom of the Opera, and I enjoyed that show pretty well. I mean, obviously, Phantom is a classic. And I would even say it's way better, just because, I mean, it is, it's a legendary musical. Everyone knows Phantom. It's legendary for a reason. This isn't as good as that, but I thought there were a lot of good parts to it. I especially liked, like, the whole stage and set design. It was on, like, a whole nother level from a lot of stuff that you usually see, even just at Orton Center. You know, because, like, School of Rock had a couple sets that would, like, flip around and, like, walls that would turn around and be different sets. Whereas this had, like, huge things that would come in off the sides. Like, there was a big, giant staircase that, like, spun around and served as different sets. Like, entire set pieces came around, and they went on this huge, like, turntable that was on the floor, essentially. Like, when characters would walk around, they'd start on one end of the set. The turntable would start spinning, so the background would move as they were walking. And it would come around and be a you know a new location, so I thought the production of that was really 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 cool. Like you know there were oh, some aspects that I didn't like as much as the first Phantom, but good singing. There were there was one song in particular I actually got chills while I was listening to it. Really fantastic, but you know I thought it was I enjoyed myself. It's a pretty good musical, and like I said, spectacular set design. That one song was absolutely killer. I mean it's the title song, so it has to be. But good show overall. I enjoyed it. Other than that, I really can't think of anything that I did. I started watching New Japan's King of Pro Wrestling event. I made it about three quarters of the way through that and haven't picked it back up. Good stuff overall there. I mean, New Japan always puts on good shows, so there's not really much else to say about it. And it's it's one of those in-between shows where like they had the G1, which kind of finalized who's going to the Tokyo Dome in January. And then this is one of those ones where, like, oh, someone's challenging for the briefcase and someone's challenging for the title. And it's like, but they never switch those. So it's like, you know, they have a great match, but it's, you kind of know in advance that who's coming out of that, the winner. But, you know, it's still good action and stuff. So I, I, I won't knock it, but it's kind of one of those in-betweeners that's, you could miss it if you wanted mm. to. Other than that, not much going on on the video game front, even. I've, I streamed, I think, a couple 
couple nights over this past week. More Fist of the North Star. And if you didn't listen to me rant and rave about it on IG2G, I found the best minigame in the whole game, the Doctor minigame, where you're hitting pressure points on either patients or bad guys to the music. It's like the karaoke game from the Yakuza series, except even more ridiculous because it's Fist of the North Star. The whole sub-story that introduced that, where he gets pulled in and like, oh, you're the doctor now. And he's like, oh, what's this music playing? Oh, it's music therapy. Oh, so good. So fantastic. Loving it. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I can't really think of anything. I could talk about Fist of the North Star all day, but I'm going to cut it <laughs> short right here. So how was your week, my friend? Oh, boy. So first off, in real life, not too much going on. However, Sunday, we went to a buddy of mine's birthday you know, shindig, and part of a shindig was going to an escape room. Not mm. only just an escape room, but a Harry Potter escape room. Now, Eric, I don't think I've ever been to an escape room. What's an escape room like? Oh, man. Well, an escape room's really cool, man. Now that you mention it. So what you do is you and a bunch of buddies get into this room, an escape room. They lock you in, and they say, hey, and whatever the theme is, obviously, you need to find a way out. Here's the story. Here's what's going on. Do it. Go. And then you and all your friends and pals scatter or work together in teams or whatever you want to do. It's all up to you guys. And you start seeing all these different clues, all these different things and pieces and puzzles. And you got to start solving them, putting it all together, unlocking these boxes, unlocking treasure chests, unlocking drawers, moving things, this and that. And then you find new clues, books, all sorts of crazy stuff, whatever they can concoct and stuff that's themed off of. And then you just keep rocking and rolling as fast as you can. You get one hour. And then if you don't solve it within an hour, they kick you out. And they say, sorry, you failed the escape room. Thanks for trying. They show you what you didn't get right and how to do it. And then away you go. But you can imagine it's a Harry Potter escape room. I've I've read the books a couple times. I've seen the movies seven to eight hundred times. You know, (laughs) the wife has read it probably a thousand billion times. All that knowledge helps but it it didn't help as much as I thought. Like mm-hmm. I was really thinking they were gonna go real hardcore into like the Harry Potter you know knowledge. Like hey, in this part, what did he do? Da 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 da. If you know, you'll solve the clue. You know what I mean? And then you'd be like, oh, he grabbed the piece of the seaweed and did the thing. And then if you know, obviously you'd see seaweed, so you'd grab the seaweed, move it over there, and do a thing, and then it opened up the case. I thought it was gonna be a way more like that. They definitely incorporated mm-hmm. Harry Potter and kept it themed, like there's potions and this and that and, and everything else, but it was still, even if you didn't know anything about Harry Potter, if you just read the clues right, followed all the all the hints and the pieces, you could, you could do it anyway, which is a sign of a really good escape room, because you want to make sure yeah. it's accessible to everybody, otherwise you don't get the business and that room doesn't do get you the money you need. Anywho's, we got in there. Having a great time. There was a couple puzzles that really hitched us up, and one of them was like a fate. It was there was two huge rooms to this thing, and some of the parts of the puzzle were in the first room. But of mm. course, at the time you don't know, so you're trying. You're over here bending your back, going nuts, trying to figure out what these like. It was a const- couple constellations on the sky, on the ceiling, and I'm like, we're like, what are these for? We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to put together anything we could. It had nothing to do with the first room. It was all in the second room. So they did that with a couple things. So wasting mm-hmm. minutes and minutes on these things for like, all right, we've busted our heads against it. we got to keep moving. we got to keep moving. 
that was a good time, though frustrating at, at times, you know, when you're doing that. And then there was yeah. one moment where I just felt like a genius because there was the egg, you know, remember the Harry Potter egg? And then you got to stick it under the water and then screams. Come on. No, Come dude. on, man. I know you've never read I know you read or watched it. It's hurts my brain. Hurts my brain, Matt. It's so well, good. You got you got you got to understand too. When Harry Potter came out and was big, that was like high school era for us. Mm-hmm. Right? High school and I was already reading like super in-depth sci-fi series by middle school. Oh, here's a story about a wizard and kids and it's whatever. I'm going to go read some more BattleTech, some more Mech Warrior. I'm going to go do my thing. Well, I mean, so was I, but I don't know. It just seemed fun. So I was like, yeah, I'll go read it. What the hell? I'm not reading a Hufflepuffs and Muggles and <sighs> bim- Bimblebores and Fabulous. The story's so much deeper. I didn't even know. We're not getting on a Harry Potter. This is third shift, the, the Harry Potter Harry hate Potter, on hate slash on defending slash podcast. Love. Exactly. No. There's one moment where I, I saw the, the egg was sitting on the mantle, right? And nobody's figuring it out. Nobody could figure out what the egg was for. I just looked at it and I and I walked away, and then in another spot in the room there was this cauldron bucket thing, and I'm like, "What the hell is this for?" And then I went, I went, "Wait a minute, you stick the egg in the water. Obviously, there's no water in this bucket or cauldron, but you know the idea." So mm. I just grabbed the egg, run over to the bucket, shove it in the bucket. Sure enough. One of the doors in the locked drawers just flies open, just flings open with a bunch of more clues inside. I'm like, yeah, boy. And of nice. course, everyone's like, where? How'd you figure that? Where'd you go to figure that one out? And I said, man, you put the egg in the water, man. You're supposed to put the egg in the water. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it all, which, by the way, we escaped. We did it in the hour. Barely, skin of our teeth, but we got it. Mm-hmm. She, the lady, she goes, oh, man, I was just, you know, I wish so bad that we could record moments when mm-hmm. people do things that aren't supposed to have been able to be done at that point she said oh, she was like it's so rare when you see it and it's always just so much fun to see people just accidentally or just intuition leads them to something and mm-hmm. then she was like yeah whoever it was you yeah yeah when you put the egg in the bucket over there without the clues at all and it just it worked and i was like yeah yeah I was like, yeah so cool yeah yeah and apparently she was like, you know, she was like, if you guys would have solved this other puzzle over here, there was a black light which led you over, which gave you the clue if you put it on the egg, and it would say, please submerge me into the water. And then mm-hmm. at the, if you let, looked at the bottom, it was going to have a thing. And if you looked at the bucket, it had like a marker on it with water mm-hmm. symbols and stuff. And she's like, that would have led you to it, but you did it like 10, 15 minutes before you even got to that puzzle. And I was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, let's just do my best, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I will say there, there is nothing that beats that eureka moment. I mean, I talked about this many, many third shifts ago, but when we did that like escape room, like physical board game at James's house during game night that one time, there was that one puzzle where it was just like, oh, shit, I know exactly how this works. And we've just been banging our heads against it. Everyone's going, I don't know. Let's move on to this other thing. And I was just looking at it and I went, no, I got this. Boom, fixed. And everyone went, whoa, how'd you even do it? So that's... It's just the best. Mm-hmm. I love that moment, too. Yeah, you just get to walk away feeling like gold. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. And I would recommend anybody who hasn't done one yet, get out there and do it. Whether mm. they're a couple buddies, a couple pals, people you can work with. Um, I will say if if you go with individuals you don't like, 
this might end up being a very terrible experience. Or people you don't know, because you got to be able to like shout out stuff. Hey, I yeah. found this over here. Versus if you know, I'm in a room with people like from upstairs at work or something. People I don't know, I'll be like, I found this thing. I don't know if anybody wants to like know. Okay. Yeah, no one's gonna listen down. to you or care, and yeah. you're all gonna have a million clues and no answers. Exactly. And then if you do it with people you don't like, too, you're going to be in a frenzy. Everyone's rushing around. Everyone's trying to figure stuff out. But there's times when you've got a thing and you're like, listen, everybody, you know, I got this. Who has something with runes on it? We need to know now. Runes. Look at me, everybody. Look. I have three numbers. Who has the three-digit lock? Exactly. Where is it? Where did you put it? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. And if you're working with people that don't like you or you don't like them, it, it ain't going to work out real well. Mm-hmm. So definitely go with friends. I know they say it's great team building experiences, but it is only if you're with coworkers whom you can get along with. So just ca- a word of caution. <laughs> you all have to have the same mindset going in, which is a thing that always disappoints me because anytime I go down to Royal Oak for NXT to go you know, see some wrestling, directly across the street there's an escape room place. And I'm always just like, man, I need to come here like two hours early and just pop in and do it with randos. That's not going to work, no. Uh But in my head, it sounds fantastic. Sounds great, but yeah, no. We did that, had a good time with it. Beyond that, real life, spent a whole bunch of nothing, just kind of floating through, doing whatever. In the video game world, I finally picked up Dead Cells, and oh, Mm. it is cocaine. It is cocaine. I just cannot put it down. I want to do nothing but play it right now. I just pick it up, and I'm just going, 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 going. I get murdered. I'm like, don't even matter. I got two blueprints. I got this. I did that. Go in. I start over, and I just keep rolling and rolling. It's smooth. It's fast. It's fun. The music's fantastic. I mean, I've, I've talked about it before. I watched a bunch of gameplay. did it on IG Chuji. But mm-hmm. in it, to win it now, myself, and just having a good time with it. And I was playing it actually a little bit before the show tonight. And mm-hmm. I really want to play it after the show, but I've already promised that I would get on and go do a couple haunted uh, forest things in Destiny 2. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's been me, man. That's been my game life and real life. That's about it. Other than that, same old, same old. And speaking of same old, same old, it's one of those special weeks. We had an IG2G this week. It was IG2G episode 39. We talked about all kinds of th- Great stuff. I teased it earlier. You totally get to hear me just rave about Fist of the North Star. So it was a great episode for me because I got to relive all the things I love the most about that game. And just like in my breathless, like, oh my God, I got to tell you. But then, and then there's also this thing. And there's Dr. Game. Oh my God, you get to. <laughs> so I had a ton of fun with that. Yeah, it was an enjoyable episode. We definitely spent a whole bunch of time on that one. Everybody that we know it listens where we work and whatnot. I was like, what the hell happened, you guys? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we had some fun games to talk about. That's what happened. So suck That's, it up. <laughs> that made me laugh this morning. You guys went for like an hour and ten minutes. Like We used to do that for every single podcast we did because mm-hmm. there was always something to gush about. It's, it's amazing how quickly people forget. It's like, oh, this is just the usual. No, this, this is the new that was the usual. Yep. That's very true. The usual was hour 10. We went for like hour 45 on some of those episodes. It was mm-hmm. redonkulousness. And now we're <laughs> cutting it into the 45 minutes. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, But that's the way it goes. In and out. All sorts of news and no news. It's the cycles of life. The circles of life, Matt. If one would say that's so. That's right. <laughs> and hey, speaking of circles of life, what, what died 
and is now coming back around to be reborn. Oh my god, it's Talented Tuesday. I don't know if we're going to do it this Tuesday, or we should push out the, like, hey, next Tuesday we're going to do this cool thing. Because Danny thought of a cool idea of getting someone to find like a drawing tutorial online and making us actually follow it and see what our drawings end up looking like. We'll see what happens with that. I have no hopes for you and yours. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. There shouldn't be any hopes. You either have the skill or you don't. I'm telling you. You can, you can show me a tutorial all you want. You can go, hey, Eric, literally, you just got to draw us an oval and then draw two tiny ovals in proportion. Mm-hmm. And this, I'll, I'm going to mess it up. That's the way it's going to go. I can't do mm-hmm. it. I have no skill when it comes to putting pencil on paper. But I'm willing to do it and try my uh, best, damn it. <laughs> so if I don't put that challenge out to the listeners tomorrow or whenever, I think we'll push it to you know a following week. But that's the plan. Talented Tuesday has risen from its grave, as they say in Altered Beast. Do they? You sounded like Elmer Rise from your grave. <laughs> okay, you did. All right. I was like, I don't know if that's the mic or Matt's just having a a, a moment. <laughs> that was that was the accent going in. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. I haven't heard about it until just now, so I'm stoked about it as well. Can't it's wait. in the Discord, which you've already replied like a bunch of things to. Then I must have just totally f- not seen that part. <laughs> just Jesus get right Christ. over it. <laughs> We got, awesome. It was probably a conversation that happened, and then we got below it to a new conversation. And I was like, oh, and that was the first time I saw it. So I was like, oh, hey, they posted. Just poof, whole thing gone. Great. Who knows? I'll go look at it when we're done here at the big computer Discord, the one that works 100% of the time, not mm-hmm. my phone one, which is notorious. And hey, you know what else is notorious on this show? Shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands 2. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot. So far, I haven't seen any answers to the questions of, are these going to work with Borderlands 2 VR? We'll be getting, we'll be getting new ones. Even Mental Mars actually asked, I think, on one thing. Yeah, and, he you sure know, did. made a little article. And then I don't think I've seen a uh, response yet. Yeah, I thought for sure when he threw it out on Twitter and whatnot, and in the article, that somebody would respond and let him know. But... Nope, alas, it did not happen, so unfortunately, no information. We did uh, hear from Sean, and he was telling us that uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It didn't. they didn't transfer over, right? It was they didn't from Correct. the uh, the pre-sequel, but that's kind of a different story. That's To me, the pre-sequel is a whole different game. But so is Borderlands 2 VR. No, Borderlands 2 VR is like DLC. It's just, you're playing Borderlands yeah, in VR. We talked about you oh, you're chunking yeah. parts out of the game. You're oh, making the whole it. thing a different experience. It's a whole new game, and it's up for pre-order right now. So, with that being said, and what Sean said, I don't know. It, it does seem like it probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Just go get the dang codes. It takes you all 10 seconds. If you're a Gearbox fan, you got Borderlands still sitting on your PlayStation 4, PC, wherever it is, just go grab them. You never know when you're going to need it. And you know what? Actually, you know what? You will need it now. Because this is something, Matt, that we're going to let slip by, and it's not. I'm not. I refuse to. It is Halloween time, Matt, and everybody oh, right. who loves Borderlands should be getting in there and doing the bloody harvest. All right? You're right. You're right. So get your damn keys, because you need to be in there having a good time with the bloody harvest. Even if you think you're done, you're not done. Go in and do it again. It is time, and we need to do it as well. 
That's true because the last time we did it, we finally got the light the stuff up and get the actual mega boss to come in, mm-hmm. and we did it on like baby difficulty, so it was super disappointing. Yeah. But we actually did it for the first time. Yeah. Now we got to get in on ultimate mode. However, we're gonna finagle that. Nobody has no, nobody yeah. ha- nobody has a save. So we thought Sean could save us that one time, but he didn't have it either. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out now that we know. Let's put our heads mm. together, and I'll go look at some characters. Maybe we got some 50s or something sitting around that could do it. We absolutely do. we yeah. got to have one that hasn't done it yet on mm-hmm. hard or ultimate or whatever. Yeah. So we'll check it out. Let's just make new characters, dude. Let's just start over. Jesus. We'll try and get up to It's been so long. You know, I'm not completely opposed to that. You know? <laughs> Might as well. I can play, uh, I can play Maya or Krieg. You know? Yeah, I'd love to play another new character. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I can't believe it's gotten around to be DLC time again. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it seems like it was so recent, but it also seems like it was like six years ago that we last played those. Yeah. I think it's just because we played them so much that it always will feel recent to us. Plus, for how long ago it seems on those other, on that other hand, we do blow through them in like half an hour. We're like, all right, we're going to do Halloween tonight. It's over. Oh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna go play Division or Overwatch or whatever the game whatever du jour the game is. was. Mm-hmm. That's true. That usually did happen, but it was still fun, and it still is fun. And I can't wait to just see that beautiful pumpkin. <sighs> I gotta re-download it and all the candy. I don't even have it installed anymore. Oh man, no! What have you oh, done? Don't give me that crap. You uninstalled it forever no, ago, I, too. No, I did. I got it still. I got it. You're lying. I got rid of You're Division. Lying. I got rid of all the others. I got rid of Call of mm. Duty, the game. <laughs> but I didn't even play. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's beautiful. Oh, so, yes. No, I did keep it. That is one of the ones I, I feel I feel dirty. I can't get rid of it. You know? I just can't get rid of it, man. It has to be there forever. It's like well, Once that DLC cycle rotated around, I was like, well... I'll just, I'll just download it again in October. That's true. You're the smarter one, but I just felt bad mm. about doing it. I couldn't. It's just part of our DNA, so I'm like, well, you know, ah, don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, I'd be giving it up. <laughs> hey, you know what else is part of our DNA? What's part Eric? of our DNA? The Battleborn free rotation. Oh, oh my goodness. My we God. got a free rotation coming up this week. Coming round again. See, we got the whole circle motif. Circling around to DLCs. Circling back around to lineup C. What do you think of the rotation this week, dude? Hmm. Well, you know, I was taking a peek, and there's two people in there for me that are fantastic. And, of course, you know who I'm going to say, because I said mm-hmm. it last time. But I'm going to say it again. Kid Ultra and Arendi. Both beautiful wonderful characters Arendi just because she's sporadic ridiculous fun have a great time and kid ultra because i love kid ultra i love mega man which means i love kid ultra everything he says and does reminds me of that which of course makes me happy and i love shooting out the wonderful little heel helicopters and then nobody nobody picks picks up up, and then i just laugh and talk about why nobody's picking up my copters all the time Mm. it's the best thing in the world so that's that's why i liked him too because you'd shoot it out and be like Oh, I guess he doesn't want it. Now I have four helicopters yep. on my head. Now now I'm the ultimate heel bot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those wow. are my two, both for fun reasons. And uh, mm. I, def- I definitely miss them. You know, I, I get back in there and mess with them. What about you, Matt? Well, you know, I've been th- racking my brain, you know, looking at this lineup and we got a... Receiving incoming transmission. What's... What, what, what is that? 
it's like a weird. Is it coming from space? What the hell? Get some kind of like, like interference, like a transmission is coming through. I don't. Danny, Danny, can you put that up on the main screen for us? Hey, Matt, it's Foxtrot. So I heard you say some stuff about Oscar Mike last week, which was pretty funny. Even though you did infer that clones couldn't be unique. But I'm gonna let that slide. However, you should know that Mike was really affected by what you said. Hey, Whiskey! Who are you talking to? Oh, crap. I'm talking to Matt from Third Shift! What? I got a few choice words for that guy! Well, now you're gonna get it. Hey, Matt! Bro, I didn't know you were such a huge fan! I mean, Geek of the Week is a big deal! Hey, Whiskey, did I tell you Matt gave me Geek of the Week? Only about 11 billion times. Yeah, so thanks, bro! Who's awesome? You're awesome! I hope you're happy, Matt. Geek of the Week! Cause I'm so unique! I don't think he even knows what a geek is! Who's the badass you seek? It's me, Oscar Meek! Uh, I'm still working on my last part. So basically, Matt, Everyone on this ship. Oh, hey, Isaac, did you know I got Geek of the Week? Leave me alone, you idiot. Everyone, except Oscar Mike, wants to kick your ass. Hey, Lonnie, guess who got Geek of the Week? I, uh, I just thought you should know. So I got to say, when I first started Geek of the Week, I, did, I never realized that it would reach across the galaxy. It would reach through time and space I and find you, our man. heroes. I told you. I said, I wouldn't be talking trash about Oscar Mike, but apparently he misinterpreted it. Little, little Varelsi <laughs> portal opened up. It ate my words, and it went whoop and spat them back out there at Solus. So that that's that's amazing. That's awesome. But I got to say, you know, because of the, the great effect my words have had, Geek of the Week this week, it is also Oscar Mike. It's a double dip. He's the first oh ever two-time Geek of the Week. Congratulations, Oscar Mike. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm going to even go one step further. Geek of the Week is now retired. All of you guys who are DMing me and saying, you better not talk about Randy being a geek. Oh, you better not talk about my favorite character, Kelvin, being a geek. The Geek of the Week from now until the end of time is Oscar Mike. Every rotation, he is the Geek of the Week. There are any rotation without him in it. He is still the geek of the week. Geek of the week is over. He has taken the crown. Oscar Mike is the king geek of every week. Man, Oscar Mike, the honor has been bestowed upon you for all eternity. Gosh, that is just amazing. I got to congratulate you, sir. Clap, clappity clap. I don't know if the mic's picking it up and I don't want it to bust your ears out, but there you go. Whiskey Foxtrot, I still need you to come punch Matt in the face. I really no, do. No, it's okay. No, just, you know, it's just if you're hearing this, I need you to punch no, Matt right don't. in the face. I, I really want I, that. I I live on off of in a, in in you know. He, you're I, get, I got a big bald you're head and glasses. Real close to a you know, real deal. <laughs> you're gonna, people are gonna put this together. It's soon they're gonna find me, man. <laughs> hey, I drive this big around this like hillbilly town i got a bald head and glasses you you know what you can come find me i'll apologize in person after you punch me in the face yeah don't come find me bad things will happen to no, you no that's me that's oh, he's you know okay. i drive the big and i you know i got the wife and two kids so that's me <laughs> no it's not Cl clones can't tell the difference damn it no oh. but oh my goodness that was great it's so nice to hear from our pals over there it's been a long mm -hmm. time, and I'm glad they're still out there fighting and doing the best they can. God bless Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Mm -mm -mm. I wish I could have heard Lonnie's voice one more time. 
<laughs> That'd be a whole other thing. Exactly. <laughs> you got to start up your own gimmick and find and out. And then try to raffle Phoebe and Ilani into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that was go so great. God, it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So we definitely want to give a huge shout out to Jim Feronda. That was freaking fantastic, buddy. Yeah. You knocked it out of the park. When that came through, it blew my mind. I was just smiling mm-hmm. from ear to ear because that was high quality H2O, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. When Eric was like, hey, let's see if Jim Feronda will you know, have Oscar Mike do a rebuttal, I was expecting just a, hey, Matt, you suck, fury potato. I was not expecting anything on the level of that. This is, like, honestly, the the best thing that's ever happened because of the podcast for me. Like, we've had guests on and they've been awesome. But hey, I got a I got a voice clip of Whiskey Foxtrot, Oscar Mike, and and Isaac, all just for me. It's just for me, just to Matt of Third Shift. That's me. It will never not be me. Oh man, I can see I see you getting angry over there. Look at you. Look at your little face. Just. <laughs> Uh, just jealous, but hey, it was awesome. We appreciate it so very much. I hope you guys enjoyed that wonderful little skit. Mm. It was good times. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Indeed. And in the gearbox world, Mr. Matt, I want to tell you nothing from the publishing side at the moment. Nothing from mm. the software side at the moment. Mum is the word. There's still rumors floating around in the world out there. There was actually like an interview with Randy recently too, I believe, but I can't remember. Oh, really? I don't remember who did it, so I wasn't even going to mention it because I read it, but then I forgot about it and I didn't find it. So I was like, eh, whatever, but not too much going on. It was, it was just another interview, you know, talking about Randy. You know, oh, Randy started here, did this, did that. Then he got this. Yeah. Now he's got a cool magic house. He loves magic. He, you know, grew up doing magic. It's stuff anybody who's listened to us and or followed Gearbox for a long time already knows about Randy. Mm-hmm. But it's just a, a newer piece out there. So, yeah, it's weird that there, I mean, it's not really weird that there's no news. But what happened to that Gearbox publishing blog? Kind of That fell used to be off on the, the regular yeah. every single month. And now it just fell Straight fell off. off by the wayside, unless there's some Twitter account that I don't know of that I should be following. But I don't think so. And part of me wonders whether that means they're working on something real big, or if you know they're kind of on a hiatus. You know, like the software side. Mm. I'm really not sure. I'm com- I'm a little confused to be honest. Yeah, I was a little confused because, you know, I understand everybody's working on big things but they seemed like the most open about here's the things we've been doing like i want i I said it before i want more follow-up from that user research team i gotta hear what their tests were how they went didn't they just go to like a user development conference because they showed the video from Mm -hmm. last year's now's the time to show the video from this year so i can just eat it up with a spoon and just roll around in the happy stats oh my god not only that but they have the whole hello neighbor hide and seek game coming out here pretty soon it's december or so i don't know it's coming up anywho's so where's that at and i know earthfall's invasion also is hitting i think in the next few weeks so you got a couple Mm. things on the publishing side it seems like they'd be popping off saying what they've got going in that what they're involved in with that process but uh mum's the word man nothing although i guess i feel like for earthfall especially and hello neighbor to a lesser extent it feels like they had less to really like do with like the campaigns for those because it was just like hey we're publishing it and it wasn't like we happy few where it was like hey here's recipes here's art here's this here's that they're using some of our assets 
yeah, yeah. to make the game, whereas the rest of these guys, the other ones, Hello Neighbor and Earthfall, seem to be, no, you're just funding us. You know, you're, you're yeah. throwing some money our way for whatever it is. So, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, I'd, I wish they could just talk about something, anything. You know, mm-hmm. you know they're working on something. Hey, and hey, speaking of things that are getting worked on, Compulsion Games did put out a tweet, I think it was just either today or yesterday, saying, hey guys, we're still working on, you know, our latest patch for crashes, memory issues, there's some kind of audio bug on PS4 or something like that, but they're expecting to have a build for that patch this week to have it maybe out next week. So hopefully a little bit more news from them next week about all the crashes and all the good stuff. Well, I mean, all the bad stuff, but it'll be good because they'll have fixed it. You know what I'm saying. Whatever. Yeah, you, you we get, get it. it. You get it. But I'm hoping that they do finally put a nail in that one because everybody's starting to ask, you know, where the DLC is, whether it's coming, not coming, and they're saying the yep. right things, which is we want the base game to be a solid, smooth game. We want there to be no mm-hmm. issues with that before we start giving you guys the DLC we told you we're giving you. Awesome. That's the way you should do it. However... You don't want to wait too long and get your customer base going, okay, whatever, I'm done. And then walking away mm-hmm. and not coming back for the DLC. So it's like a tight line they're on right now, I feel, and I hope they can manage it. You know, I hope they don't fall off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I mean, we had talked about that with the speculations of Borderlands 3 DLCs of how if it doesn't come out soon enough after the game drops, people will buzz through it put it down and even if you bought the season pass or whatever they'll just be like i'll get back to that someday or maybe i'll download the dlcs once they're all out and then they just never come back because you and i have both done that and so hearing you bring that up makes me realize that that's something that could totally happen with this game because it came out it had some buzz it had some hype but even you know even if it was for crashes or other bad things now I don't see a lot of people tweeting about it. I don't hear a lot about it. Compulsion Games themselves aren't retweeting a whole bunch of stuff. There's been a little bit of fan art here and there, but it hasn't been the, hey, look, I'm streaming this because it's the hot new game right now. It's it's all kind of, I wouldn't say it's died off, but the, the big upswing has kind of leveled off now. So it'd be the perfect time to be like, hey, DLC for that. Boop, pop it right back up. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope they do it because I don't want to see them disappear because they're awesome and amazing. However, you know what? It doesn't matter, Matt. They're not going to disappear. They just got bought up by Xbox. So, money, money, well, money. Well, I mean, they're money. not going to disappear. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the game yeah, in the that, popular that game culture will disappear, might. But them, Compulsion, will survive for sure. Because it's a bunch of talented yeah, folks. Yeah. And obviously, Microsoft saw that and they bought them up. So, we'll see them again. But we do hope, of course, that Compulsion keeps rolling. And we can keep mm-hmm. mentioning it and bringing it up and seeing what the hell they're up to. So on that whole side, that's about it. But you know what? There's one more that you guys always know is coming up. It's the last but not least, Epic's Fortnite. Bum, ba, da, as always, they have their weekly patch notes. And as always, it's huge and tons of crazy things, all sorts of fun. I just want to say my number one thing before we even get going on any other smaller things or any other million things you thought were pretty entertaining, the one thing Mm. I came away with and went, that's cool, was the beta storms. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. You know, a lot of games are starting to do this whole thing. MMOs have pretty much done it since the existence of MMOs, but it's cool to see video games kind of catching on and learning and doing this because I think it's a very smart way to do things. 
So if you don't know, the beta storm is basically this cool little new tab they're going to introduce with uh, ideas or strange new games or modes or things that they want to experiment with and see how they work, if people like them, and or just fix bugs in an upcoming mode that they're going to introduce. So you click on this, it puts you in the queue, you go do whatever this mode is, whatever it is, and of course, as the beta as the beta storm implies you'll have a chance to say comment on it and say what's wrong if you experienced any bugs what they were whether it was fun crappy blah 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 blah. awesome it not only is it new content it's just you know hey i'm bored you know i don't, I don't want to go do another standard battle royal today oh look the beta storm's mm. here i'm gonna go hop in and when i say beta storm's here as they said in the notes if you didn't read them was that it isn't going to be all the time Whenever they have an idea or a thing they want to try, that's when the beta storm tab will appear and you'll be able to go check it and go get in there and check it out. I would encourage everybody to do so. It helps shape the game. It helps make the new modes more fun or uh, playable because you're going to find bugs, Mm -hmm. you're going to fix things, you're going to tell them, hey, this is boring and dumb, don't do it. And guess what? They'll focus on something else. It's wonderful. I thought it was a great idea. I'm glad they did it. As always, though, they never... They never cease to just amaze me with how smart they are and how quick they are to keeping the punches rolling. True, true. Yeah, I definitely thought the beta storms were a good idea in concept, and then the example that they gave for the one that's going to be playable pretty soon is a retrieve the data one where a storm circle actually collapses in around the the landing spot for that balloon that you get the data from, which is really smart again because it's incorporating battle royale elements into save the world so you're changing up the way that save the world mission plays you can't just noodle all around and go farm and do all your other stuff and it's incorporating those elements so if you want to get into battle royale but you're scared and don't know what what's a storm circle what does that do you get to test it out right here and then maybe you really like that mechanic maybe you think that's pretty cool hop over there and get just get your feet wet in battle royale so I like the idea. I think it's pretty cool. Another thing I did think was pretty cool was they're organizing in-game tournaments into Battle Royale mode. So while you're playing your normal Battle Royale games, you can be earning points towards tournaments that you and your friends or whoever else is all enrolled in. I didn't get into the nitty-gritty on that, but I thought that was a really cool idea. So it's not like you have to queue up and get a victory royale exactly in this one series of matches it's over however many matches you play you're earning points based on your eliminations where you finish all kinds of cool stuff like that so i thought that was a cool idea too yeah i thought that was neat i've also seen that in other games but them getting it in here and and enforcing it and putting it in awesome just provides more Mm -hmm. content for those wanting to prep themselves get ready for or put together cool streams you know this is i think it's just huge for the streamers because now they'll be able to be like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put together this tournament and da 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 and all you know my top five are gonna win twenty dollar paypal things or something and of course that gets Mm -hmm. them all hyped up everybody in their community gets hyped up everybody has a great time with it it's promoting the game because obviously these big streamers are throwing out Fortnite, and everyone's having a blast with it Smart move. Mm-hmm. Smart move. God bless these guys. They're just so smart. You know what? I need them to come into my life, Matt, and tell me how to be smarter and do things that make me money and make me cool. You uh-huh. know what I mean? <laughs> just give you those free ideas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Also, in the Battle Royale, they went ahead and took out Port of Fortress again. I knew, I knew you would have to say something mm-hmm. about it. So I'm very sad, but Port of Fortress is still there. So they're going to get this right someday. They're going to figure it all out. They're going to have these two things up and running simultaneously with no issues. One day, 
But yeah. right now, they just can't seem to get it. So don't worry. It'll be back, as you've seen before. But it's gone again because it's just not working. It's just not working. Yeah. But something that they did put in is the quad crasher. So you get to hop on this cool little quad, build up boost while you're driving around, and then boost to bust through buildings. You can go flying off ramps. You can do crazy stunts, and you can launch players into the air when you run them over. What's better than that? I mean, that was my favorite part of, what was it? Was it, uh, it had to be a Saints Row game where you'd run into people and they would just fly, like super straight up in the air, ridiculous. I'm imagining ridiculousness with this, especially in Battle Royale where people are just, people are ridiculously awesome anyway. So you add this craziness to the mix. There's going to be stunts. There's going to be jumps. There's going to be all kinds of wackiness. You check on YouTube in like a week and there'll just be a whole playlist of the best quad crush. Quad quad crasher quad quad mushroom the best quad crasher plays everything you could ever want. <laughs> oh goodness! And lastly, for me in the battle royal version, don't know about you, but I wanted to make mm. note that the disco domination is still running, but they did do a couple changes, and I'm going to go ahead and list them in boring old fashioned style real quick for you. But real quick, oh, I know reduced all bandage spawns by fifty percent, removed all common weapons, increased the variability of where you can spawn by thirty percent along along your side storm circle. Jeez, that's hard to say for some reason. Brought in the side dance floors closer to the storm edge and reduced max respawn distance by 20%. So there you go. They did a couple changes, fixed a couple things, but it's still out and running, so go enjoy it while you can because, of course, it will be disappearing soon. And then another quick thing that I thought was pretty cool in the Save the World mode is they have added dupe prevention for your mythic lead survivors from llamas. So if you're sick, you know, if you open up a llama, you're like, oh, mythic lead survivor. Oh, it's the same one I have. Now you're not going to be having that anymore. It'll roll, you know, a different mythic lead survivor that you don't have. That's pretty cool. Dupe prevention is always good. I love that in any game. And then the last thing that I had, also in the save the world mode, they've brought in the Rat King assault rifle. So Eric, in any open world game, is always the Rat King. And I was like, I saw Rat King, and I just wrote Eric's assault mm -hmm. rifle. That's. It's not even called the Rat nope. King assault rifle anymore. It's, it's just Eric's, Eric's assault, assault rifle. rifle. That weapon, as soon as I saw it, too, I went, hey. Yep. They've listened. They know I'm the Rat King. This is what I do. I live in <laughs> sewers and feed off rats <laughs> forever. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yay for me. I got my own gun and saved the world. But I will say in the Save the World, too, they did the Gravedigger. And oh, yeah, that yeah. just looks cool. You know, I, yeah, I don't even care if it's a great weapon or not. But, of course, the whole jack-o'-lantern mm. on there fantastic i'm a i'm a sucker for halloween nice. anything halloween for me i'm always like, oh it's the best it's so cool what wow so mm -hmm. it's easy to please me when it comes to that i just want to say it's pretty darn cool and that makes me think now i mean it's been a full year since we've been playing since we played that halloween event in Fortnite. that seems like ridiculous mm -hmm. Because it was like spook, spooky shadows, yeah. that castle, the castle thing we were doing. The castle, the thing. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was, it's nuts, man. Time flies, I'm telling you. And before I forget, before we get off of here, this whole topic and wrap up everything, Matt, I want to go on a side tangent and say, for God's sakes, game developers, make make loot control a thing. It, it shouldn't be something you add in. Like uh, it, when you, like you were just mentioning, when you you're not no longer gonna get the no. same legendary skin, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Destiny is finally implementing it in their game. You know, mm -hmm. just for God, everybody, please just do this, okay? People love the grind. 
People love it. Mm-hmm. But people don't love getting the same exact legendary over and over and over. It feels bad because mm-hmm. you know you're so excited. You pick it up. You see the orange. You see the yellow. Whatever the color of that thing is. And you're like, this is, oh, yep. yeah, I'm so good. This is so great. Boom. Oh, it's the same one I got last month when I finally got one to pop for me. And then mm-hmm. instantly you went from 100 to zero because now you know, yep. hey, I'm not going to get another one for Three, four weeks, probably. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Now I'm angry and sad. Make that just a standard practice. Anytime it's an yeah. exotic or legendary, have it so you got dupe control on there. So that way, hey, he already had that one. It's out of the loop pool. Done. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a game where stats are different on the legendaries, then I understand it. But if the stats are the same, just be done let's let's fix this problem so we never talk about it again and even so if you do have different stats on the legendaries what's worse than roll legendary oh, awesome oh it's the same one i have and it's, and garbage it's not stats. an upgrade uh now that would that would be two different levels of code not only oh it's got to be a dupe it's you know it can be a dupe but it's got to be better you know i i understand why they don't because i'm sure it takes a lot of work to you know, figure out the roles as it is and how, what your drop rates you want to be. And then to put this on top of it, but I a hundred percent agree. I mean, when Overwatch did it and you at least get credits for it, but it still feels kind of bad. Legendary. I have it already. I got money at least. So it's better than nothing, but still it feels just, mm-hmm. Oh, great. I, I wasted my luck, even though it's not a resource you can actually use and waste. I wasted my luck for nothing. nothing. And I, I beg to differ. It is a resource that you can waste. Okay. Well, you wasted it all when you were a kid or something because you got I, you got like a well, half a scrap have, of luck. I have life luck, Matt. Like, I've been in like four that or five count. instances. Nobody cares about four that. Four or five instances where I could literally be, I should be well, dead. Well, I, 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 I lived until I was 83. Well, he, he won the, the freaking mega That's millions true. over and there. Now he's he's, rich. He lived like a king and died of an, an overdose two weeks later. But at least he won That's that. Right. You know, and you're right. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm not happy about the luck I have. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's in different ways, and it is quantifiable. And unfortunately, when mine does come and it's wasted, I get so angry. Because I'm like, do you understand uh-huh. how rare this is? Do you understand what you've done to me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Sean always is amazed because, you know, we've played for years in Borderlands with... Two, yeah. exa- you know, two legendaries, two, three, and then he's like, "What uh, are you talking about, dude? I have literally millions of them." And I'm like, "I don't understand what you're talking about." Well, and I've proven it. Anytime I play solo, I get like two legendaries every session, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh man, awesome!" And I, and I was used to text text the pictures to you and to oh, Player yeah. X, and be like, "Haha, look what I'm getting. We're getting nothing tonight, suckers." Yep. And then we definitely would get nothing tonight. Yep. Anytime I'm there, just nothing. So it is real. Okay. You're a pariah, Eric. You're a luck pariah. <laughs> I guess so. You're like a leper. Have, You're like a leper. a leper. You should not play games with us ever again. Go play Dead Cells. <laughs> Go have fun with that. Just play that. All right. Forever. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else you want to rip on developers for, Eric? I want to rip on people for working 100-hour work weeks, but we might dig into that more on the next IG2G because that's a whole big news story blowing up. Everyone's saying the exact same things that I said on that previous IG2G. 
you should not work a hundred hour work weeks. No, you really shouldn't. And you know what? We will expound on that. <laughs> I mean, some jabroni in Michigan figured that out. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty common sense, really, if you ask me. But hey, you know what? Common sense in the world, that's a whole nother show right there. <laughs> hey, and if you want to hear us with the Third Shift Common Sense Podcast, shoot us an email to info at thirdshift.me, tweet at us at thirdshift.me, or find us on Facebook under Third Shift, or hey, just send us any kind of questions you got, any comments, any concerns. Give us some love. If you just want to say hi, contact us via all those cool things. Common Sense Podcast is not coming. We'd be we'd be off the air. It's it's over. Speaking of over, hey, we got a Patreon. Why don't you guys head on over there and put us over the moon with your donations, your tips, because that would be fantastic. We treat it just like a chip jar. Look at that. I did it just for you. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's a long time running joke. I used to screw it up all the time until I sat there and thought about it over and over and over again like a maniac. But if you like what you hear, please consider heading on over there and throwing a dollar in, two bucks, five bucks, anything helps. We really do appreciate it. That kind of thing gives us the motivation just to keep kicking butt and taking names. But you know what? Uh, sometimes you can't, and that's understandable. Money is real. Money is tight. You got to do what you got to do to survive in this horrible, evil world. You can, however, give us likes. Give us mailbag questions. Throw us comments on all the Twitters, Facebooks, all the different feeds. All these things are very useful to us. We appreciate any feedback whatsoever in the form of cash or talk or mailbag. All of it's fantastic. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and, hey, and hey, speaking of talk, the guy who gave us the best talk, the most talk, the, the greatest thing, as I said, that has ever happened because of this podcast, shout out to Jim Faronda again. 100% thank you so much for adding the uh, the Whiskey Foxtrot Oscar Mike Isaac dialogue to the show. If you guys want to follow Jim Faronda, and I suggest you do, because he's always posting up cool stuff, or he's posting up stuff about his projects that you can get to go see, follow him at Jim Faronda on Twitter. Dude is awesome. Obviously, you see, he, he, he did this for us. He is awesome. Thanks a million. You're the best guy. Indeed you are, Jim. You are a fantastic, wonderful human being. I've already told you that and previous conversations and of course if you guys and gals don't know we're hoping to have jim on a show in a future date but it's not in concrete it is not in stone but we hope to make it real because he is outstanding and it will be a glorious fun episode heck yeah it will and hey speaking of glory and fun this podcast drops every friday so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 26th of october for our very next episode and you can find that episode on itunes on stitcher and on podbean and on spotify and on youtube Thanks a lot, Danny. Hey, just find some other distribution platform, too, so I can just make this like the longest thing in the world that I'll never remember. Thanks a lot. But hey, if you guys like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of thing on any one of those very numerous services, because every single one of those does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. We do appreciate those five-star reviews. I cannot tell you there is stories coming. It is Halloween time, and the demons have been inside of my bones and inside of my blood, and they're telling me that something is occurring. Something is happening. There is a reckoning coming. A reckoning for the five stars. Hey, you know who else deserves a reckoning, my friend? Oh, there are so many reckonings, Matt. So many. 
it, it's been like a month since I feasted upon mm. upon these fallen podcasts, of which Nerdvana Live is mm. definitely one. It's the chief one. It's the chiefly one. Well, it's the greatest I mean, meal. Been, it's the biggest meal, yeah, man. Yeah, it's fall time. It's officially fall. That I had to scrape ice off my car windows. today, mm-hmm. so that mm. is one hundred percent fall time. Where you at, Nerdvana Live? Where you at? Yep. Where you at? That's all we gotta say. So anybody listening, as I always say over there at old freaking Gearbox, you better go tell the boss, the big man, the chief, where you at? Because we're coming. <laughs> Run upstairs to the Nerdvana little podcasting booth and whoosh, blow the dust off the microphones, get it all shined up. Actually, get like get new cameras because they probably have been like ten million advancements in camera technology since the last time they were around. Dang, Do they have like the wind up thing? Like, <laughs> Somebody have to sit there and crank it like an old silent movie? I'm still saying this. You know what? You're not going to do it. You're not going to get there. Fly me and Matt down. We will come into the Nerdvana Live Spirits Cafe. We will jump up into those podcasts and booths, and we will do a freaking Nerdvana Live for you. Absolutely. We will bring you back from the dead. We will do it. We'll get Danny down there. She'll love it. She'll love being on camera. It'll be the best. Oh, yeah. We'll have a freaking fantastic time. We will have the best She'll drink a coffee and be on camera. She will have so much fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And we'll have live call-ins. We'll do the whole spiel. You'll love it. Just just Mm -hmm. get us down there. Or you know what? Just say we can do it, and I will will ride a bike down there if I have to. It'll happen. (laughs) I will make it happen. So you know what? Let us. He'd be like Forrest Gump. He'd be like Forrest Gump at the end of his big run, just giant exactly. beard, scrawny as hell. Over here, I'm guys. Ready, guys. You ready to do this podcast? Ah. So as the famous saying goes, "Help me help you, help me mm-hmm. help you." Nirvana Live. We will do it because we want to support you. We're gonna throw that leg right under you and get you back up and running. Just get us down there. We'll get you going. Otherwise, we got to consume your soul, and you're going to turn into a five-star, and that's fine. That's fine, too. I mean, if you don't want to bus us down there via a complicated Greyhound bus route or something, you can just give us a five-star review. That's That's, true. That's another option. It's quid pro quo here, even though that's not actually the definition of it. No. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's your choices. Let Randy know, everybody. (laughs) And hey, with that... There's nothing else to say, but <laughs> don't forget to <laughs> save. Don't forget to save. Shut up and sit down. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs>